Welcome to the Give Your Witness podcast, brought to you by Give Your Witness Ministry, a ministry for the saints, by the saints, and now for your host of the program, Billy Ray Parrish. Welcome and thank you for being here. I am your host, Billy Ray Parrish, with another good word for Give Your Witness Ministry, a ministry for the saints by the saints. This is the Give Your Witness podcast, and I hope this message finds you well. Today, we will be discussing God's Word, or more so, how should we read God's Word? If this confuses you, that's okay. Please stay tuned. As believers, we get our answers from the Bible. So whenever we have a situation or a question that comes up that needs to be answered, then we look to the Bible for the answer. The Bible is the best complement to the Bible. 2 Timothy 2 and 15 reads, Study to shew thyself approved unto God, a worksman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This is a very important verse for Christians because as believers, the Bible is our foundation for whatever we believe in. We must hold everything that we believe up to the Bible and make sure that it's in line with it. This can only be said of a book that is to be taken as literal. Now that we understand that the Bible is a literal book, why is there a problem with reading it in a literal sense? In order for us to interpret it in a literal sense, we have to read it as such, correct? One problem comes from listening to or relying on so many outside resources. There's nothing wrong with having an open mind. I'll be the first to admit this, but we cannot allow for others to dictate what we believe about God's Word. Doing so can be extremely dangerous and will not allow for us to rightly divide the Word. I have a friend who is bad about this. He claims to be a Christian. He claims to believe in God. He claims to believe in Jesus Christ. And he claims to believe in the Bible. But he doesn't believe everything that the Bible says. There are certain things that he says couldn't have happened in such a way. When we look at 2 Timothy 2 and 15, and when we try to rightly divide it, we see different things. First, we see Timothy as a faithful pastor. As such, he does need to rightly divide the Word of God. In order to do this, he needs to present himself approved unto God, which means, as a pastor, he doesn't need to see the job as a popularity contest. Instead of winning the approval of people, his first concern needs to be with God and presenting himself approved unto God. Therefore, our motivation in what we do is to work hard and diligently for the Lord and not be ashamed when our work is examined by others. One common mistake that is often made by many is responding. That's your interpretation of the Bible, or that's your interpretation of the verse. This is a popular statement, but it's not an accurate one. Not if we interpret the Bible in its literal sense. We have to ask different questions about the surroundings and about what's going on as a way to understand the scripture at hand. The Bible is trying to communicate something to us. And it's extremely dangerous not to understand it in context. Because if we don't, then we can make it say whatever we want it to. Even something that it does not. 
We saw with Timothy that he was instructed to read the Bible properly, not to divide it wrongly, and this is true for us today. Further, if the Bible is simply left to individual interpretation rather than a literal interpretation, then the Bible can be used to say what someone wants it to. When the individual does this, then the Bible does not say just one thing. And if this is the case, then the Bible would not be an accurate book. For example, we read a piece of literature to understand what the author is trying to communicate to us. And this is true with the Bible. But if the Bible is not taken literally, then its message can change. If the Bible is simply left to individual interpretation rather than a literal interpretation, then the Bible can be used to say whatever someone wants it to. When the individual does this, then the Bible does not say just one thing. If this is the case, then the Bible would not be an accurate book. For example, we read a piece of literature to understand what the author is trying to get across, to communicate to the reader, and this is true with the Bible. But if the Bible is not taken literally, then its message can change. By further reading what the Bible has to say and rightly dividing different scriptures, we come to an understanding that this contradicts what scripture says. Deuteronomy 4 and 2 reads, Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish aught from it, and ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. When we read this verse within context, then we understand that we are to listen to God's commands, and this is only understood if we read Scripture entirely word for word. When we rightly divide the Word of God, then we see that God commands us not to add or take away anything from His book. This is important because people are always adding and taking away something from it. One thing that I see all the time is someone using only a small portion of a specific Bible verse. And while it may fit what they are trying to get across, they leave out another part which may not prove their point. This is not sound doctrine. So let's continue on in the book of Deuteronomy, this time with Deuteronomy 12 and 32, which explains... What things soever I command you, observe to do it. Thou shalt not add thereto, nor diminish from it. Again, we are being told not to add or take away from God's word. This is one key factor to rightly dividing the word. And there are different times in scripture when God uses parables to tell a bigger story. We do need to understand what is going on in order to know which direction God is trying to take us. And notice I said trying to take us because God does his part, but we need to do our part. We know this because Jesus tells his people in John 14 and 3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. But in the verse prior to this, Jesus says, My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? John 14 and 2. Here we read that what God says is true, and if it was not, then he would not have said it. By rightly dividing the word, we are able to conclude that God's word is meant to be interpreted literally. 
not only to be interpreted literally, but to be read literally. But to do this properly, we must read and understand in context. In saying all this, however, there are different conclusions that can be reached based on one's perspective. But as a Christian, the Bible is our foundation for our lives and must be looked at when desiring an outcome because it is the foundation for our beliefs and why we believe what we believe. Again, everything that we believe must be held up to the Bible. Furthermore, we understand that the Bible is given to us so that we can connect with God. One way to know God is to read the word that was given to us about him. Another example of this is the parable of the Good Samaritan in chapter 10. Here we read a good story that compares different places or events to tell a bigger story to the reader. Psalms 14 and 1 reads, The fool hath said in his heart there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none good that doeth with them. Only a portion of the scripture is read. One may conclude that there is no God, but Scripture is not saying this. Rather, once the verse is read within context, and we rightly divide it, we know that only a fool would say within their, their heart that there is no God. Alright friends, we are just about out of time for this message today. But before we go, I do want to build on that last point, because there is too much around us to believe there is no God. The fool has set in his heart, there is no God, they are corrupt, they have done abominable works, there is none that doeth good. We have to read all this in its entirety, because only a fool would say in his heart, there is no God. There is too much around us, too much evidence to say there is no God. All the vastness of this universe and the beauties of the world could not have come together by chance or some random collision of two rocks. No, no. God has his DNA and his fingerprint right in the midst of all of this. He's right there with us. But again, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you for being with us. For Give Your Witness Ministry, a ministry for the saints, by the saints, I am Billy Ray Parrish, and I do thank you for joining us. But please subscribe to all the content and follow us on social media. As witnesses, as saints, it is our mission to spread the word of God until the ends of the earth. So until next time, friends, thank you, stay safe, and as always, God bless.